Hey, everybody. This is the As You Go podcast, helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome to Series 1, Episode 3 of the As You Go podcast. For this first series, we are diving into the basics of what we call the gospel. These are things that Christianity is all about, and we've been working our way through the basics of the gospel using a series of phrases that end in er. It goes like this, God is our maker, sin is our failure, Jesus is our savior, repentance and faith is our answer, and eternal life is our pleasure. We'll get into all those errs again in just a minute, but first, let's review what we've talked about so far. Back in episode one, we talked about our great and powerful God, that he spoke and created all things, including people, as a special part of his creation, and most of all, that he is far above us. The word we use to describe this good and powerful God is holy, meaning that he is not like us. He is good, righteous, perfect, and set apart from all that he has created. God is our maker. Then, on last week's episode, we talked about sin. I know that in some ways that episode was kind of a bummer. It may have even made you feel a little guilty for wrong things that you may have done. That's okay. For us to understand the good news of the gospel, we have to first understand the bad news of our sin. We have all sinned. Sin is our failure. But our sin is not the end of the story. Things get much better, and that is because Jesus is our Savior. That's our er phrase for today. Jesus is our Savior. Say that with me one time. Ready? Jesus is our Savior. Now, we're going to say all three things together. I know this can be a little challenging, but I think we can do it. We're going to say God is our Maker, sin is our failure, Jesus is our Savior. On three. Ready? One, two, three. God is our maker, sin is our failure, and Jesus is our savior. That's right. Jesus is our savior. But how does that work? Well, let's get into it. Here we go. Here we go. 1 Timothy 1.15 gives us a very simple message. Paul says to Timothy, The saying is trustworthy and true. Christ Jesus came to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. And like we talked about last week, we are all sinners, and Jesus came to save us. But how did that work? Well, there are a couple of awesome things about Jesus that let us know that that saying is trustworthy and true, that Jesus is our Savior. Let's start out with Christmas. Christmas is when we celebrate Jesus' birth. And when Jesus was born, it was a big deal. His birth was a miracle. Mary and Joseph were told by angels that Jesus was going to be born, and they were absolutely shocked. Not only that, but as most of you will know from things like nativity scenes, there were more angels that appeared to shepherds and told them that the Savior was coming. There were also these foreigners called wise men that followed a star a very long way and eventually brought Jesus gifts even though that was probably two or three years after he was born. That whole scene was a miracle. We don't know much about Jesus' life as a child, but we do know that he never sinned. He lived in a way that pleased God. He loved God's word, and he studied it a lot. 
He even amazed many teachers of the Old Testament with his incredible knowledge of God. So he lived a life completely without sin. He never lied, never cheated, never disobeyed. Hebrews 4.15 tells us that Jesus was tempted to do all the bad things that we are tempted to do. And yet he never sinned. Not even once. He lived the perfect life. In addition to that, Jesus also proved over and over that he was God's Son sent by God for God's purposes. He performed all kinds of miracles, impossible things. We'll talk a lot about those miracles in future episodes, but for now, we can know for sure that Jesus proved over and over again that he was the Son of God sent to be our Savior. Now, there is much more to be said about Jesus, but before we get to that, it's time for a segment I like to call... But anyway... Throughout the Old Testament, we see God speaking to His people, often through people called prophets. Prophets said what God wanted them to say, and sometimes God told them what was going to happen in the future. God predicted the future. Lots of those prophecies were about the coming Savior, Jesus. God had been giving special hints about who the Savior would be for hundreds and hundreds of years. And here's the crazy thing. Around 300 of those prophecies and special predictions about the future Savior came true in Jesus. Things about where He would be born, how He would be born, what family He would come from, how He would be betrayed, how He would die, and lots of other details all came true in Jesus. Now, there is no way that all that could have come true by accident. In fact, the statistical chances of even just eight prophecies coming true in any one person by accident are one in 100 quadrillion. That's a huge number. But Jesus didn't just fulfill eight of those prophecies. He fulfilled hundreds of them. That's because Jesus was no accident. Jesus is our Savior. But anyway... But anyway... Did you know there are two ways to follow the rules or laws? There are. Let me explain. If the rule or law is, for example, to stop at a stoplight, there are two ways to follow that law. The first way is best. Stop at the red light. When you do that, you have followed the law. Congratulations! But there's a second way. You could drive straight past a red light, putting yourself and others in danger. Then, when you get caught, you can get a ticket or get arrested. You'll have to pay a fee or go to jail for a while. But if you follow through with the punishment, you have still fulfilled the law the second way. Jesus is our Savior because He did both for us. Jesus followed God's laws and rules, and he never broke any of them, not even once. So, Jesus fulfilled the law the first way. But, by his sacrificial death on the cross, Jesus also paid the price for laws he didn't break. He paid the penalty and took the punishment that we deserve onto himself. So, he also fulfilled the law in the second way, too. Because of this, Jesus is our Savior. You see, even though Jesus never did anything wrong and never sinned, some people still weren't very happy with him. Some people were angry that Jesus was teaching something new and different than what they believed. Some leaders were afraid that he would turn people away from their rules and their leadership. So eventually they made a plan to kill him. 
And through a very complicated and strange series of events, Jesus, who had never sinned, was sent to be punished. And it wasn't just any punishment. It wasn't jail or a ticket or paying a fine. Jesus was sent to be killed in a very painful way. Crucifixion. We don't have to get into the gross and scary details here, but you can know this for sure. It was painful. He was hurt in some of the worst ways for a long time. Not only that, but Jesus also must have been hurt when he saw many of his dear and close friends turn away from him and abandon him. But the very worst part of all is this. When Jesus died, it wasn't just about the pain. It was about him taking the full punishment for people's sin, our sin. Remember how we talked last week about sin deserving a punishment? We talked about how God is right to be angry at our sin and that he's right to punishment. Well, Jesus took that punishment too. In the Bible, it's called the wrath of God. All of God's anger towards sin, and there is a lot of sin, All of that anger was poured out on Jesus. The price that we could never pay, Jesus paid for us. Romans 5 verse 8 explains it very plainly saying this, But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus is our Savior. Which brings us to our verse of the day. Today's verse may be familiar to you. It comes from Bryson all the way in Flowery Branch, Georgia. The verse is John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Thank you, Bryson, for reading John 3, 16 and 17, our verse of the day. You've probably heard that verse before. That's because it's so very important. God has shown his great love for us by sending Jesus. Even though Jesus lived a sinless life, he still took our punishment. He suffered and died. But his death was not the end. Which brings us to the very best part. Jesus wasn't done. He displayed God's power by defeating even death. All four Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of them tell us about how, about a day and a half after being crucified, Jesus rose from the grave. It was the biggest miracle ever, and we can know for sure that it wasn't just something that a few people made up. No, Jesus appeared to and spoke to and ate with and taught hundreds and hundreds of people over the course of about a month. People who had watched him die, who had helped bury him, who knew for sure that he was dead, saw Jesus alive again. And because of that, they knew, and now we know, that Jesus is our Savior. As we finish up for today, we can actually celebrate We have a Savior that rescues us from our sin. He offers us grace, which means that He gives us what we don't deserve. By taking the punishment that we deserve for our sins, Jesus gave us what He deserved, eternal life. Next week, we'll talk about what we must do to be saved. Until then, parents, I hope you'll take this opportunity to have a deep discussion with your kids about how Jesus is our Savior. For now, let's close in prayer. 
Lord, we thank you for Jesus, our Savior, that he took the full punishment that we deserve, that he defeated death, and that he offers us his place in heaven. We are so thankful for our Savior, Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much to Bryson for reading our verse of the day and to Mark Oshman, my friend, for the double fulfillment illustration. If you can, give us a good review or rating on iTunes. And if you live in Parker, Colorado, definitely check us out at Aspen Grove Church. Some exciting things happening here. Go to aspengrovechurch.org for more information. I'm Matt Funk, and we will see you next time on As You Go.